Hi there, it's Lucia, host of the Witch Money podcast here. Before we start today's episode, I just wanted to tell you about a really handy new tool from us here at Witch, and even better, it's free. It's called My Money Health Check. All you need to do is answer a few quick questions about your finances, and then we'll do the rest, pointing you towards our brilliant witch advice that we think you'll find really useful. Once again, that's My Money Health Checks. If you want help with cutting your bills or making your money go further, it's the place for you. Just head to witch.co.uk forward slash my money health check. Hello and welcome, I'm Rob Lilly and this is the Witch Shorts Podcast. Thanks as ever for listening and welcome if you're a new listener. Now each week we pick a weekly highlight from us here at Witch, the UK's consumer champion. And if you enjoyed today's episode, then as ever, a reminder to leave us a rating and a review wherever you're listening because that will really help other people find this podcast. Now on to this week's Witch Shorts, and we'll be hearing about the important role that fibre plays in our diets, and how we can eat more of it. To read us this article, originally written by Shafali Loth, I'll hand you over to the host of the Witch Investigates podcast, Grace Farrell. Fibre plays a crucial part in aiding digestion, and diets high in fibre tend to be linked to better overall health, including a lower risk of diseases in later life. Research shows many people in the UK aren't getting enough. So what's the easiest way to boost your intake, and how much do you really need? Fibre is actually a carbohydrate, and it's found in plant foods such as cereals, fruit, vegetables, beans and lentils. Unlike other carbohydrates, such as sugars and starches, it isn't digested in the small intestine. Instead, it reaches the large intestine intact, where it's broken down by bacteria. We don't get energy from it, as it isn't digested, but it has numerous other benefits. Soluble fibre is found in the flesh of fruit and veg, grains, seeds, beans and pulses. It dissolves in water and forms a gel, which slows digestion and can make you feel full. Some soluble fibres are also prebiotics. They feed the good bacteria in your gut, known as probiotics, and promote their growth. Insoluble fibre is found in the skin and seeds of fruit and veg, and in whole grains, nuts and seeds. It adds bulk to stools and helps keep you regular. There are lots of different types of soluble and insoluble fibre, and most foods contain a mix of both. For example, oats contain a soluble fibre called beta-glucan, which is linked to reducing cholesterol levels. But they also contain resistant starch, another soluble fibre, and the insoluble fibres, cellulose and lignin. Soluble fibre slows digestion and the absorption of glucose from the foods you eat, which helps to prevent rapid spikes in blood sugar levels. It lubricates the bowel and keeps stools soft. Insoluble fibre, meanwhile, bulks up stools and helps move them through your system, preventing constipation. Dr Linnea Patel from the British Dietetic Association told us, We need both types in our diet and each plays a vital role. Variety is key. 
High-fibre diets are linked to being a healthy weight and having a reduced risk of high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes and bowel cancer. And while the importance of healthy gut bacteria is still an emerging science, studies have shown your gut microbiome can also impact your immune and mental health. Typical UK diets tend to involve overconsumption of calories, fat, sugar and salt, and not enough fibre. The UK government advises adults to aim for 30 grams of fibre a day, but research suggests most people are getting around 18 to 20 grams. Children need less. Two to five-year-olds need 15 grams, five to 11-year-olds 20 grams, and 11 to 16-year-olds 25 grams. But none of these groups are meeting their target intake either. This is partly down to a prevalence of highly processed foods, which tend to be low in fibre. A focus on whole grains has encouraged manufacturers to reformulate foods to increase the fibre content in recent years. But despite this, fibre intakes haven't changed much. One simple switch is having brown or wholemeal carbs instead of white. Wholemeal bread and pasta are made from the entire wheat grain, whereas white versions have had the bran, the outer layers and the germ, removed, where much of the fibre resides. Swapping two slices of white medium-sliced bread, 2 grams of fibre, for two slices of wholemeal medium-sliced bread, 5.4 grams, will more than double the fibre you get. Other simple swaps, including switching 75 grams of dried white spaghetti, 3.7 grams of fibre, with whole wheat, 6.5 grams, or 60 grams of dried white basmati rice, 0.6 grams of fibre, with brown, 2 grams. Sophie Medlin, consultant dietitian at City Dietitians, says her top tip is to focus on snacks as this can take the pressure off meals. Have an apple with some peanut butter or vegetable sticks with hummus. Dr Patel recommends adding beans or lentils to rice or bolognese to sneak in some extra fibre, as pulses and lentils are cheap, nutritious and a good source of fibre and protein. As with most dietary changes, small, sustained swaps are better than a dramatic reboot. Suddenly increasing your fibre intake can cause problems such as bloating, gas or diarrhoea. So increase your intake gradually. It's important to drink more water too. Medlin says if there's not enough water in your diet, eating lots of fibre could actually cause constipation. Dr Patel also cautions that some people with irritable bowel syndrome might be sensitive to some high-fibre foods which can cause bloating, diarrhoea or constipation. If you notice you have a persistent sensitivity to certain foods, don't start eliminating them, but seek professional help from your GP. As for supplements and high-fibre snacks, for most, they're an unnecessary extra. Here are our top tips for how to up your fibre intake. 1. Switch to high-fibre cereals such as oats, wheat biscuits and bran flakes and swap white carbs for wholemeal or whole grains. 2. Add beans, pulses and peas to stews, curries, soups and salads. When using mints, replace half the meat with lentils. 3. Keep your freezer stocked up with frozen veg and use it to bulk out meals. It's cheap, easy to prepare and reduces food waste. 4. Use mixed nuts and seeds such as chia, flax or pumpkin. 
sprinkle over yogurt, cereal, porridge, salads, toast, or in sandwiches. And five, don't peel vegetables such as carrots or potatoes. Wash skins and keep them on. Even the skin of butternut squash can be eaten if roasted. If you found today's Witch Shorts podcast interesting, check out our recent Witch Investigates podcast episode, Will We Ever Get Our Diet Right? In it, I chat more about the things we should be eating and where we should draw the line with those healthy, in inverted commas, snacks. Thank you to Grace and to Shafali Loth too, whose original work was published in the October issue of Witch Magazine. Remember, you can find more articles that you'll find useful every day on everything from money and technology to home and garden advice by signing up to one of our many free email newsletters. And you can do that at witch.co.uk forward slash newsletters. We'll be back next week for another episode of Witch Shorts. And thanks for listening. Witch Shorts was produced by me, Rob Lilly, while the exec producer was Angus Farker. <laughs>